Welcome to the Apostles Corner, where we're having real conversations, real people, real life. Real conversations, real people, real life. That's right. I am your host, Brian A. Harris. As you can see, I'm flying solo. Uh, it's been a good minute since we've been on, and uh, uh, Dr. Kim and I, our schedules are a little bit in conflict with one another. And so because of that, uh, I'm going to probably finish out this season. She may be back. We may even do a live show uh, on social media and YouTube uh, so that you all can uh, ask us questions. And we've never done a live show before. And so uh, we may do that before uh, August is out. And uh, so I'm excited about that. Um, start school in a few weeks. So um, we may uh, end the season uh, probably going to have to because I need to focus. And uh, that's what I've been doing is getting myself focused, <laughs> ready for that. Uh, and so uh, it's going to be uh, a very uh, tough semester. But I believe uh, that God will give me the strength to do all I need to do and accomplish. He's been doing it so far. And so I will continue to, uh, you know, uh, just go in that, that flow. So uh, we are in season three. Of the Apostles Corner, uh, boundaries is what we've been talking about. Uh, man, life has been lifing so that I haven't really even gotten to the the in depth stuff that's in the material that I've been studying. Cause life been lifing so much that it's literally been giving me the content to express and to put in place for my shows. And so, like every time we tried to do a show. We wanted to base it off of the con, uh, the, not the content, but the, yeah, the content, the, uh, the 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 book and the resources that we have and the workbook that we're doing. But it's just life, just been life, and so it's literally uh, been giving us the content for this show. And today is no different. And so I'm I'm looking forward to our 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 you know conversation today, so to speak. Even though I'm by myself, uh, I pray that you would uh, put in a comment somewhere or or look at it or listen to it or uh, all of that kind of stuff. You can rate us on our, I know, on Apple Podcasts. You can rate us. I would love to hear from you uh, if you rate us on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, the digital audio outlet. Uh, but we have multiplicity of digital audio outlets. Anyone that you can find your podcast on, we are, we are there and we want you to go ahead and uh, download it and all that and catch up to all three seasons and uh, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, we want you to um, go ahead and, um, you know, follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Apple, uh, the, the Apostles Corner uh, there uh, on all the social media sites. And of course, our uh, video podcast on YouTube. We don't want you to miss anything because during the fall season, I'm going to drop podcasts without actually calling it a season. And I think that's how I'm going to do it. Uh, being in school is just drop what's in my heart, just major nuggets uh, from life, from scripture, uh, whatever that the Lord just kind of gives me or whatever I come up with uh, to talk about. I believe that uh, I have a lot inside of me that needs to come on and come out. And you can also start looking for, for books, uh, information from me. Uh, you know, I'm sure Dr. Kim is going to write some stuff. We, we just got a lot on our mind and a lot on our, on the table and a lot on our plate. And we're going to accomplish it all by the grace of God. Uh, he put it in our hands. So we just having to manage our time. All right. So some of this is kind of what we're talking about today. Uh, so season three on boundaries, uh, shout out to my apostles, uh, and my covering, uh, apostles, uh, Danny and Rhonda Pettigrew from uh, Destiny Church in Jackson, Tennessee. And the reason why I shout them out, one, because I love them and I appreciate them and I thank God for them. But also they had a conference uh, a few weeks back that I went to, uh, you know, for two days in a row and I went to the classes and all this. And it was one of the most uh, just just jaw dropping times for me. Uh, it is amazing to be around people 
with like minds. There's nothing, absolutely nothing like it. You don't even have to know everything about them to feel like you're in the environment you should be in, right? And so I was there and I kept hearing this word proximity. It just kept on being said. I'm talking about, I have to ask questions. Are these people talking to each other? Are these speakers talking to each other? Why do I keep hearing proximity in this church? And it was just constantly being spoken and so it just won't leave me and it's been ministering to me ever since i've left the uh the conference and it's also been causing me to put in some more boundaries for my life um so that i could protect myself or not just protect myself but thrive in the things that i've been called to do uh and so we're going to talk about proximity today in episode six uh and i want to i want to add to that protecting your soul so we're going to talk about that protecting your soul i'm telling you right now you are required i'm going to say required to protect your soul I'm telling you, if you want a fruitful life, if you want a great life, if you want to live <laughs> without, 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 you know, tripping every single day of your life, without stressing every single day of your life, you're going to have to learn to protect your soul. That's, <laughs> uh, that's the whole podcast, period. All right, that's it. <laughs> but for real, protecting your soul. Now, for me, anytime that I come up with a subject, anytime I have something to 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 say to to teach to educate i always feel like it's necessary for us to uh define from jump from jump street what we're talking about so let's define what proximity really means google said proximity is nearness in space Time or relationship. And if nearness is kind of lost upon you, just put the word closeness. Google said proximity is nearness or closeness in space or time, time or relationship. Miriam, Miriam Webster says proximity is the quality or state of being proximate. And then it uses the word closeness. Now, why is this important? Because whomever we give proximity to has access to our soul. Who, whomever we give proximity to has access to your soul. Now, just in case you don't understand <laughs> how serious this is, I think I need to define what soul is. Right. Because if you don't know what your soul is and what's in your soul, or what's going on with your soul or how to, what, you know, you know, what's the definition of your soul and how it affects your life. Then you would never you would never see the value in protecting it. Now, watch this. So it is the mind, the will and the emotions of a human. I'll say it again. Soul is the mind, the will, and the emotions of a human. In a little research, I discovered that the soul is the lifeblood of every human. This is why it is so critical. And I'm talking to believers. I'm talking when I say believers, I'm talking about people who are saved, who have made Jesus the Lord of their life. Right. And have decided to follow him in discipleship uh, according to his word. All right. So 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 this is why it's so critical for us to walk as believers in the spirit, because the Holy Spirit will discern who we are to allow in our inner circle or space. I want to say it again. This is why, because the soul. Is the lifeblood of every human. This is how I live. <laughs> my emotions, my will, and my mind. If I expect to be healthy in these areas of my life, then I have to. I have to make it. Uh, 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 you know, I have to make it important to me 
to make sure that I'm walking in the spirit so the Holy Spirit can discern who even supposed to be close to me, who's supposed to be in our inner circle. Here's the problem with some of us. We want everybody that we like to be in our inner circle, but everybody that we like don't deserve to be in our inner circle because some people are simply not mature enough to handle being close to you. And that's real. I don't care how you feel about it. That's just real. That's just real. And I'm going to keep showing you throughout this, throughout this podcast, how important this really is. This is my passion. I, I even feel the Holy Spirit breathing through me as I am speaking because this has saved my life. This saved my life in the last month. This has changed the way I view people. This has changed the way I view myself. This has changed the way our views our view support systems and people that 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 you know say that they got your back and all I, this has changed it all. It is it is a is a real game changer for my life. All right. So this topic, though this topic may be very simple, whoever has access to you has the power to give life to you. Or to take life from you. You better hear me when I tell you that. Whoever has access to you. Has the power. By your permission. To give life to you. Or to take life from you. So now that we have defined both proximity and soul. I want to take this conversation a little bit further. Now watch this. Now that you know what it is. In order for you to apply the wisdom I just gave you or that I will give you, you need to learn the next point, value proximity. You need to value proximity. Everything about you, watch this, that you choose not to value, please know that there is someone in your life, even it may be the closest person to you that's ready to violate it okay y'all don't hear me <laughs> i feel like i'm in church just a little bit everything that you choose not to value about you please know that there is somebody even the closest person to you that you may not even think there is a threat or a problem at all i'm telling you now that this person could very well be the individual that be the person uh, to 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 uh, violate what you don't value, right? So, in other words, the space that you don't demand is the space others will occupy and destroy your peace in the process. The space that you don't demand. Is the space others will occupy and destroy your peace in the process. How many times have we been there? How many times have we allowed people to just come on in because you was raised like that by your mom or your dad or your family has always just been open to the community and all of that and y'all don't know how to tell nobody, you know, y'all ain't having company today. You know, when I grew up, that was a, my best friend. When his mom and dad, they knew us. We were real close, all of that. But when 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 the when the parks house was closed up, it was closed up even to the closest people around them. We would go to the door. We can't have no company. All right, we gone. Walking, I don't walked all the way down the street in the hot sun in the summertime to come over there. We can't have no company. Oh, okay, there it is. It didn't matter that we were friends. It didn't matter that we were close. If the parents said. That they weren't having any company. I don't care. I'm not coming over there. And they had to stand up for what their mom and dad said, not for what I wanted. And I had to realize that even though this is my best friend, that it was not personal, that this was an instruction passed down from their parents. And that's they was respecting their parents' proximity. They didn't want anybody near their house. And so they told the kids, y'all can't have any company. Y'all can't have any company. I don't care who comes to this house. Brian comes over here every day, though. It doesn't matter. He ain't coming over here today. 
<laughs> we we don't. It's not. It doesn't have anything to do with not liking a person. It has something to do with valuing this house. All right. Watch this. All right. Now, this is a truth. This is a truth. Uh, let me let me back up. I'm sorry. So 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 you don't want other people to to destroy your peace in the process while they just occupy your life, however, whenever they want to. Let me say this to all of us, all of us, especially all of us, yes, people, all of us, people who just want to make everybody in the world happy. You just, you just really believe that your whole theology is based on, I can make everybody happy. Everybody likes me. Everybody want to, you know, everybody always coming to me. Everybody always asking me stuff. Everybody always talking to me. Everybody always texting me. I mean, people have problems and they just come right to me. Oh, it just makes you feel wonderful. No, that ain't the way we live in no more. No, we're not living like that no more. This podcast right here is called to stop the foolishness. Stop the madness in your life right now. Just because they have an emergency, it should not be an urgency for you. All right. Just just because they say it, it, it's the it's the last breath they take it, it doesn't you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta ask yourself who you want to die. You or them And that, that sounds a little disrespectful But it's the truth It's the, You gotta ask yourself Who you want to die Them or you That's that's just the reality That may sound really really mean And it is harsh to me And it just came out of my mouth But you really have to get to the point Where you think like that or people who just want you to be there for every fire that many times they put themselves in, you will be sitting there acting like the, the chief fireman and, and, and dragging the whole city, you know, every fire truck from every department in the city around to their house to put out the fire that they started. That's really good. Sometimes that's where the fire comes from, the person who's calling you. All right, so watch this. I want to tell you this. Nobody's going to take care of you like you. Man, that statement alone changed my life. That statement alone changed my whole life. And I'm talking about recently because in a three, three or a few weeks, I'm going to be 20. I mean, not 21. My birthday is on the 21st. I wish I was 21 again. <laughs> With the wisdom I have now, Lord have mercy, I'd be a mastermind. I would do some things. And one thing I wouldn't be worried about is how people feel. I'll tell you that right now. But anyway, so on the 21st, I'll be 48. The more I think about how close 50 is, the less I care about what people think. Let me say that again. <laughs> Let me say that one again. The more I think about how close 50 is, the less I care about what people think. Okay, I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. The, the closer I see that 50 is, the less I care about what people think. Why? It is absolutely ludicrous and crazy and insanity for me to be this old, still trying to make everybody happy. I ain't, if, if there's anything I've learned in my life right now, y'all excuse me, I'm trying to adjust my, my, my headphones, but, 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 but if it's anything I've learned, especially when we get to a certain age, we ought to realize that we can't make people happy. And that's literally no matter what they do, because number one, no matter how good you are to them, their memory is short. Their memory is short. If you say no this time, they're going to act like you said no every single time they've ever asked for anything. Or if you was there for them and they didn't ask for nothing, they'll say, well, they ain't never asked them to do that no way. They will not show you the appreciation that you deserve because they don't respect your space. They don't respect your time. They don't respect your finances. They don't respect your mind. They don't respect your emotions. They respect absolutely nothing but what they want from you. Real talk. Y'all ready? Remember, the Apostles Corner. Real conversations. <laughs> real people. <laughs> real life. Come on. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to help you to, before you get to heaven, I'm trying to help you to live down here. 
Jesus said, I come that you might have life and have life more abundantly. That is not abundant life sitting around here letting other people kill you. Letting other people destroy your mental, emotional health. When, when, when you get done, they still going to make the same choices. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. They're going to make the same choices. You don't have the power to change them. You do have the power to change you. And that's the power that I'm walking in right now. The power to change me. The power to position myself in a different place other than where I've been. I'm telling you, it's so good. Watch this. So you have, nobody's going to take care of you like you. No one is going to take care of you like you. As a matter of fact, it is absolutely no one's responsibility to take care of you at all. There's no one responsibility to take care of you at all. You and I must learn to take responsibility and take care of ourselves. Your mind, your will, your emotions. I feel like a, it's a rhythmic pattern going on here. Your mind, your will, your emotions. Your mind, your will, and emotions. Think about those three things and think about how they control you all the time. And think about the people you allow to control those three areas in your life. And that's how you define who you need to back up out your life. <laughs> it's also how you know who you can trust and bring closer. Because until people value what you value, they will never, ever, ever, ever take care of it. They won't take care of what means something to you. Have you ever had somebody in your life that's supposed to have been just close to you, loving you and all of that and, and all of that and supporting of you? And then the moment that, that you said, you know, take care of something, they're like, oh, it don't matter. They took what you said. They took what you, you, you took your stuff and they, and they put their hands on it and they, they carelessly took care of it. And then when you came back and asked, why did you, they abuse whatever it is that you let them have? Or it don't matter. It don't mean that much. Or maybe just wanting them to show some appreciation for you being there for them. Oh, that wasn't nothing. Oh, okay. Okay. Didn't mean nothing. You didn't value what was valuable to me. That tells you a lot about the space you need to place with people in between you and people like that. Doesn't mean I need to be in your life at all. They just need to be at a certain distance. Maybe they're not your inner circle. Right? So watch this. Now, no matter how much you want to trust somebody, they are the only ones that can show you if you can trust them or not. There's a hard truth that I had to learn. And even when I say it now, it almost breaks my heart to even acknowledge this truth. It's a tough truth that I had to learn. It is absolutely insane how real it is. And this truth is, no matter how much people tell you they got your back, they will fight for you. They will stand up for you. That they will get people straight on your behalf. It is my experience and my realization and my, ex, you know, my, my testimony that they won't. They will not do it. <laughs> uh, don't, don't believe the hype. They will not do it. Watch this. Now, what I'm not saying, because I'm going to put this out here. I want to put this out here. I want to put this out here. That this show is not designed to give you every single ounce of truth that that that's on this subject because I don't have it. 
I don't have everything pertaining to this subject that you can just be like, oh man, I got everything I ever needed about proximity and protecting my soul from Brian Harrison's podcast. Nope, you're not going to get that today. You're just going to get my experience, some truth about the definition and all of this stuff and some things that I've learned and implemented in my own life to help me move forward. That's what you're going to get. You're not going to get every single solitary thing about proximity on this show. That's just not it. That's not what this is designed to do. This is about my perspective. Everybody podcast is about their perspective. That's what it is. It's about their perspective. This is my perspective. All right. So watch this. So don't, don't, don't feel like that. I'm giving you the know all be all standard. I'm giving you something that had to work for me. Some lessons I had to learn for me, some things that I believe that will connect with you because you can see and understand exactly what I'm saying. If you are the person who was like me that just wanted to embrace everybody and bring them right in your face. You just wanted to bring them up close. You wanted to believe that they were good for you. You wanted to believe that they were cool with you. You wanted to believe that they really had your back. You really wanted to believe that they loved you. You really wanted to believe that they 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 cared for you. You really want to believe the person when they said, oh, I pray for you daily. You really wanted to believe because they were showing up that they actually had your back. Glory to God. Ugh, it's not always true. It's not always true. So it and it's not always that it doesn't seem, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that there will never be anybody like that. That's all God's got somebody. God has somebody that's going to take care of your your mind, your will, and your emotions. God's got somebody that loves you unconditionally and will support you and back you up in front of your greatest enemy even if your enemy is their friend which is almost impossible to believe that somebody can be uh, a friend of your enemies but it looks like to me today in today's world that looks like the kind of friends that we have the people that we have you're loyal to me in front of me and you're loyal to them and they don't like me. It's kind of hard to accept, but it looks like that's what today's world is looking like. Now, that may have some sort of sarcasm that's related to that statement, but it also has some truth to it, being that it seems as if that's the standard for relationships anymore. Used to be a time that you've been good to me and somebody over here is talking crazy about you. It used to be a time where if you've been good to me, I'm going to stand up for you with them. I'm going to let them know how wrong they are about you. But not today. People just go along with the flow and they really don't care how it hurts you. They they don't care if it, if it, if it harms you. They don't care if they backbite you. They don't care. They want to be liked by everybody, including the people that can't stand you. And they don't understand. They literally cannot perceive how jacked up that really is. They can't perceive that I'm supposed to trust you and you like them. And I've done nothing to them or you. And I'm supposed to trust you and you always up under them. I'm supposed to trust you and you always just hanging out with them. I'm supposed to trust you. <laughs> and these are your closest friends. It's going to be hard to trust you when you're hanging out with my enemies. Right? Think about that. I want you to think about that for your life. Watch this. So no, I'm not saying that nobody will ever be there for you. So don't, don't feel bad. I'm not saying nobody will ever be there for you. I'm simply saying don't believe what they say or just what they say. Believe what they do and then govern yourself accordingly. Kind of like the announcements at church. All, and, and any other announcements, govern yourself accordingly. That's exactly what this is. Govern yourself accordingly. accordingly. Why? You cannot just believe what people say no more. 
If you are believing what people say only, you're gullible. That makes you gullible, and that puts you in a position to be violated. Oh, that's good. When you're gullible, it makes you, it puts you in a position to be violated. You're just waiting to hear the the next refreshing thing that somebody has to say about you, and then the moment you hear it, you open all the way up, and then you think you got a friend. You don't even realize that sometimes that person is manipulating you, manipulating your mind, manipulating your will, and manipulating your emotions. Other than that, up until that moment, you have not been able to trust that person. You've seen some things that they've already violated. Some people, they got a whole history of people that they violated, and now you want to trust them. Don't believe just what they say. Believe what people do. And when you see what they do, you govern yourself accordingly. You can either bring them close or you can move them out of their life. Now, that don't mean you got to tell them, oh, back on up. No, you back up. You position yourself. You build that, that, that boundary. You create that space between you and them because it's dangerous to be up close to them. Watch this. In my nearly 48 years of life, I found out that people who want proximity to you will pretend that they are people you can trust. Said that earlier. But they will turn out to be, more than not, people you cannot trust at all. These people will have you thinking that the other people violated your trust when it's actually them giving outsiders information about you that you only gave to them on the inside. I'm going to say it again. Because they were on the, in, the, in the circle, these people went outside of the inner circle to go tell people what you said in the inner circle, and they said it to outsiders, and they want you to trust them. <laughs> y'all better think about this, man. Y'all better think about this. I'm telling you, I know I'm on to something. I'm on to something. Again, this may not be the case in every single case. It may not be the case in every single case, but know that you can't trust what people say. You must be wise enough to wait on their words to manifest into a truth or to the truth or a lie. You have to wait. Be patient with folks today. Don't be so desperate to get people in your, in your life. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because these people will destroy your peace and ultimately destroy your life. How will they destroy your life? These people will get up close. They will hear it in your heart because you shared their, your pain with them. You even sometimes shared the person or the source of that pain, where it came from, who inflicted you, who harmed you, who did this or that to you. And then they, because they want to be liked by the people who hurt you. They want to be liked by the people who hurt you. They want to be liked by the people who irritated you. And now they go and because they don't trust you because you, you gave them a name, they're going to go out and go tell the people what you said. One of my greatest regrets of my entire life is sharing my pain with people who wanted to violate my emotions. Sharing my pain with people who violated my emotions, who took what I felt, who took what nearly destroyed me, who took what I, you know, testified and was transparent with them with, and they took it, and they tried to label me. That's painful. That you're already in pain. You think you have somebody that you're talking to that you can trust and all they do with it is go run and tell somebody else, making you look like the villain of your own pain. Man, now that's painful to tell something that you haven't been able to tell anybody. Only to have pain, more pain inflicted on you through betrayal and lack of loyalty. So again, this may not be in every single case. But you got to know that you cannot trust what people say. You must be wise enough to wait on their words 
to manifest into the truth or a lie. Sometimes the people who want to be trusted the most are the most untrustworthy. That is so powerful. Sometimes the people who want to be trusted the most are the most untrustworthy. I've seen people who have violated me repeatedly, and the only thing that they get upset about is me not trusting them. I promise you, I can't even have a conversation about their betrayal. I can't even have a conversation with them about the pain that they've inflicted. But the one thing that they want me to do, if I if I want to see anger out of them, all I got to do is not release trust to them. The moment that they realize you ain't getting back in, they get angry. You know why they get angry? Because not opening back up to them causes them to lose control over your mind, will, or emotions. Oh, that's good. It keeps them on the outer courts of your life. They don't get to get on the inside. They don't get to play with your mind. They don't get to play with your emotions. They don't get to uh, 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 you know play with your will. They don't get to do any of those things. You get to get your life back because they are no longer influencers over your mind, over your will, over your emotions. You are in charge of that again. <laughs> That's good. So my next point is protect your proximity. There was a song years ago that said, I can do bad all by myself. There are people in this world who only want to be close to you just to keep you from doing good or even feeling good about yourself. Some people can't keep you from doing good, but they try to keep you from feeling good about yourself. They want to know your business, but they don't want to give you access to anything about them or at least anything that's real anyway. Unfortunately, we are living in some wicked times, even among the Christian community, which is the saddest, most heartbreaking <sighs> things I've ever seen. But the Bible said these days will come. The Bible says these things will come. He said people will be truth breakers, which means they will be untrustworthy. You'll tell them something, trust them with something, and they'll violate you every single time. They are not trustworthy. Let me say this. At this point in my life, I'd rather keep my circle small with real people than to keep my circle real big with small people. Y'all gonna don't don't miss that. Don't miss that. I'd rather keep my circle real small with real or big people than to keep my circle real big with small people. That's a nugget. Don't forget it. Let it simmer. It's good stuff. I promise you. It'll bless your life. They only want you to feel terrible about yourself. We're living in wicked times. In the Christian community, it seems as if we have to vet almost every single person who we come in contact with. People really aren't who they say they are anymore. That's so sad. People legit are not who they say they are anymore. They sell you a bag of goods and they are nothing like they say they are. And I'm talking about want access to every area of your life and still hadn't presented anything worth trusting in your face. I have had to learn some very hard lessons. I've had to learn things like, you too available, bro. Let them text you. Don't text them back. Do you notice when you text them, they don't text you back? Don't text them back. Don't answer the phone. They don't answer theirs. Why are you chasing them? Why are you chasing them, bro? I mean, this self-talk right here. Why are you chasing, chasing them, bro? They clearly don't want to have nothing to do with you. They clearly don't want to talk to you. They clearly don't respect you. They clearly don't have any honor for you. They clearly don't respect who you are. And when somebody makes that clear, 
you have a choice to make to either even to either keep acting as if you don't realize that they don't care for you or to open up and say you know what I'm better than this just because they don't get me I can't let that define me just because they don't understand who I am I can't let that stop me from being who I am and I don't need to change me to prove to them that I'm I am who I am I just need to keep being and wait for the right people the right environment the right people to influence my mind, my will, and my emotions. I can't give these people right here no more access to my soul. If I never, ever have another personal relationship with them again, this is where I have to stand. It can be heartbreaking who you have to walk away from like that. But it is absolutely necessary for you to do it. Absolutely necessary. Absolutely. Don't give them access anymore. Every time they come to you, they want to act like they're encouraging you. Oh, I just want to encourage you. Oh, I just, oh, I love this and I love that. And I that's flattery. That's not real encouragement. That's called flattery because they want to control your emotions. They can get in your head, in your mind, and they can get in your emotions and with flattery. But only thing they're trying to do is to get you to open up, tell all your business to them. Once you get done doing that, they got the goods. that You can't take that back once they cut you back down because once you open up and release yourself to them, what's going to happen next is the, the next thing is to chop you right back down where they, <laughs> where they had you before. That's the goal. That's the number one goal, to keep you going, feeling like I'm building you up, but I'm only building you up so I can tear you back down. That's my goal. I don't want to see you happy. I don't want to see you fruitful. I don't want to see you make it. I don't want to see you succeed. I don't want to see you become. I don't want to see you better. I like you with mental health problems. I like you with emotional health problems. I like you because as long as you can't be your best self, then you can't influence no one else. And you can't be, be who you say you are. And nobody will ever trust you. And nobody else will listen to you. And nobody else, come on, y'all know the, y'all know the, y'all know the, the process. The goal is to get people from to, to, to make you look like you're not who you say you are. But you got to take your life back. You got to decide, I got to take my life back. I cannot let somebody else create in me something that ain't really in me from the beginning. I'm better than this. So I have to realize I'm, I'm available too much. I'm too accessible. So I deleted like Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, I deleted uh, uh, the new thing, threads. I deleted all that off my phone. Now, I still can log on from my computer to some of them. And then I've, gave, I've given administrative uh, authority to certain people in my life that I can trust and that know me and know how to run my pages. I did that so I could take my life back. <laughs> To take my peace back. I'm too available. Number two, the next thing I had to learn, I'm oversharing. Posting too much about my life, my marriage, and family on social media. Everybody, one thing my, my wife's best friend told me years ago, and she said, she said, I don't see how you do it. I said, what do you mean? She said, I don't see how you do it. She said, you tell all, you tell everybody y'all are, you tell everything y'all do, you do all this. She said, I don't see how you do it. She said, it's not that you're saying anything bad. It's not that you're doing anything really bad, but it's just some people that are not happy for you and Kim. It's some people that can't stand you and Kim. Now, now, mind you, this is my wife's best friend, so she don't really know the people that I'm around. She has no idea who these people are, and we don't talk about them when we get there. We talk about you know marriage and all kinds of fun stuff and eating and fun. We don't, we don't really talk about you know people. You know, when we, we get together, we are, we just have a blast. But she said, she said, there are some people that are just not happy for you and Kim. Everybody's not happy 
that y'all are succeeding. Everybody's not happy, happy that you guys are thriving. Everybody's not happy that you guys are becoming. Everybody's not happy. Stop giving people that kind of access into your life. People, they was going to tell me, like, well, we got this house. We ain't never noticed. We have never shared it on Facebook ever. Why? Because we know we got people in our life that if they even saw it, the first thing we, that would happen is they'll be asking for something. The next thing that would happen is that they'd be trying to come see it. The next thing that would happen is that if we say no, that they can't come see us after all that they have seen on social media, then they will come charging at our character. So in order for me to keep my peace, I got to keep them out of my business. Yes, my kids are succeeding, but you don't see me posting about it. Yes, we go on vacations, but you don't see me posting about it. We just go and enjoy and we come back. Exclusively private. <laughs> now, the older that I get, see, I come from a different background where we shared everything. Pictures was a big part of our life. You know, we go to my grandma's house, and the first thing we do is go grab the picture book. I did, and open it up, and I didn't care how many times I went over there. I wanted to see my dad as a little boy. I wanted to see my aunts as a little boy. I want my, my 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 one of my cousins, Anthony. He was going on. He looked just like his dad when he was a little boy. Like you see him, and I, and you could, you almost swear that it's Anthony, but it wasn't Anthony. It was Uncle Bernard. He looked identical to Anthony as a little boy, literally. It took me years to realize my, my Uncle Bernard's real name was Allison. <laughs> That's crazy. But I was really deep into family stuff like that. I was cool. I fit everybody in our affair around us, we call them cousins. There's some people I know ain't no kin to me. But we call them cousins. Why? Because that's everybody was family. So I got out here on these social media books and in these social media streets thinking that it works the same way, and it doesn't. There are some people who don't want to see you happy. They're not proud of you. They're not proud that you overcome the things that you used to struggle with. There are some people that are not happy about you doing the very thing that they tried to stop. They're not proud that God is on your side. They're not proud that God has anointed you. They're not proud that God has blessed you. They're not proud that you have gotten your GED or your bachelor's degree and doing more with your life. They're not proud. They're not proud that you have a good career. They're not proud that you have more money. They're not proud that you're not struggling anymore. They're not proud. And you have to keep these business people out of your business. Nine times out of ten, these are the very people who want to be in your business. They don't want to get to know you. They want to get to know your business. You have to be careful about giving people that level of access into your life. I had to learn a hard Hard, hard lesson. Oh, it hurt really, really bad because I had to change my thinking. I had to change my thinking. I had to learn another hard lesson. What was that? Giving more to relationships with others than I was receiving it ended up, and I ended up, the results were, I was drained, betrayed, despised, guilty, Feeling the, feeling the guilt because they made me feel guilty. Foolish for even allowing myself to do things that I did and allowing them access to me. I felt hated because now I have to say no to the areas that I said yes to and even depressed. Depressed. Because now I have to live with they're going to go tell everybody how they feel about me. And I won't be able to defend myself because ain't nobody going to care. Proximity, man. Save your own life. I can't say this enough in this episode, but I'm telling you, whoever has access to you has access and the power over your soul. Whoever has access to you has access to your soul. Again, your soul is your life. 
It is the place where your mind, your will, your emotions are. And if someone has the puppet strings to your life like that, you and I need to make sure they are the right people. If not, they can and will destroy you and you will be the blame because you gave them the access. Man, I've been enjoying family this year. For me, it's been my family. And not all of my family. Just the family that want to be family. Just the family that want to be. Everybody ain't, ain't family just because they blood. I've been enjoying people who want to be in my life. And you know what else I learned with my relationships? My relationships the thing that has blessed me so with proximity is there are people, because I used to tell everybody, Ooh, this is who I talk to. And I, even at the pulpit, I would get up in church and say, ooh, I talked to so-and-so, and I thought about this person. I stopped saying that. Because why? Because people want to invade those relationships to turn those people against me. So guess what happened? I had to, I watched it. I saw it. I seen when it happened. I seen the shift when it took place. So guess what I did? I stopped telling people who I talked to. I don't even tell people who I talk to. That's a shame that we have to live like that cause, and, 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 and protect ourselves against people like that. But they are real people in the world like that, and they do not care. They want you to be miserable. They want you to be unhappy. They don't want anybody to like you or to find out who you really are for real because they know who you really are, but because you won't give yourself to them like that, they trying their best to hold everybody, keep everybody away from you so that they'll never know how kind, how beautiful, how wonderful, how sweet-spirited you are, how loving, all of that, how giving you really are. They don't want nobody to know that. So another thing that I would tell somebody today, better protect your relationships. If they're good ones, don't tell nobody who the people are. Protect those folks. Protect those folks from the ambush of your enemies who will come and try to twist their minds about you. That's real good talking right there. Now, so, your soul is your life. It is the place where your mind, your will, and emotions are. And if someone has the puppet strings to your life like that, you and I need to make sure that they are the right people. If not, they can and will destroy you. And you will be the blame, again, because you gave them access. Last thing, and I'm done. Finally, the benefits of proximity. For me, Brian Harris, it was an increase of peace. Ah, oh, I sleep so good. And I live so good. Why? I'm not sitting around here worrying about what somebody else think or feel. Because I'm not engaged with them anymore. I'm not engaged in their life like that no more. So an increase of peace. Another thing, that increase of peace creates an increase in joy. So I can laugh with my wife, enjoy my daughter. When I FaceTime her, she's in college. So I enjoy my family. I can enjoy my mother-in-law. I stopped by my mother-in-law's house every single Sunday to clown, just to act up every single Sunday to act up with her and my sister-in-law. I mean, like, just literally just show out right after church, drive drive to Popeye's, go to the gas station, and go to my mother-in-law's house. And sometimes I don't leave Arkansas on a Sunday until about five, 4 o'clock in the evening, 3 o'clock in the evening, because I'm over there showing out that much. I have found a place of joy, and I've found people that I can be joyful with, and there is no judgment and I can just be as silly and as crazy and just whatever and wild as I want to be and, 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 and still have respect in relationships. You got to find your people, man. I'm, I'm convinced everybody don't want to be happy and those unhappy people don't want to see you happy either. Another thing that has helped is increase in faith. I believe in me again. I told somebody that I believe in me again. It opened my eyes to my marriage. And I told my wife, I said, I told her, I said, all this stress and stuff is gone. And I see you for who you are. And it's the greatest blessing in my life. Because I, could, I spent most of my time with my wife complaining about who was stressing me out. And who was bothering me and who was hurting me. 
And I was using her all my, I felt like all I was doing was using her as a counselor. And we wasn't even having a good relationship the way we should have. While everybody else go off with their mates and all these people having vacations and enjoying. I wasn't enjoying my marriage life anymore. Not the way I should. Not that I didn't enjoy my wife. It wasn't nothing wrong with us. It was just the way that, it was the conversation. We would bring, I would bring the stress home from work or ministry. What kind of life is that? God didn't give us that life. We've never been those people. That's not who me and Kim is. That's not who we are. We have peace. We've always said that in our marriage. 18 years of peace. But when you don't, when you're not, when you're not cultivating that anymore, and when you bring a stress in between that, and when you bring in other people in between that, you're not going to enjoy, but it increase of faith. I believe in us. I'm setting her up now so that she can have our studio. She can do things that she's been called to do. And I believe in her. I keep telling her, it's your time. I'm, it's, I have faith in what I have to do, in my creativity. My creativity has increased. That's why I came back by myself. Because I trust my creativity. I've been gifted with this. This is a blessing. This is a dream come true. And I'm walking in it. Increase. Watch this. Increase in desire to get out and enjoy my life. Nothing is doing more for me than that. Now, let me tell you what it decreased and then I'm done. It decreased in stress. I'm not stressed. And every time my mind tries to go south and worry about what people are going to do to retaliate to because I'm not giving them what they want, I always come back to the resolve. Why do you care? Because if that if they will retaliate when all you're doing is caring for your soul, you really don't have anything to feel bad about. They just showing you who they really always have been. A decrease in depression. I'm so happy. I'm so happy and I'm getting happier by the day. I don't talk about that stuff. I don't share it with my wife. I don't even deal with it. When it comes to my mind, I kick it out. It's a decrease in low self-worth. I'm getting ready to start fall season in, 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 uh, in, in my master's program i am so excited i'm thrilled and i told my wife i'm gonna kill it i'm going to kill it i'm going to wear this class out i'm gonna get this i'm gonna let the word minister to me i'm gonna let my professors pour into me i'm gonna put myself in a in a in a, in a position to to do all the things that i need to do and do them well watch this it's a decrease in desire to make others happy while they make it their mission to make me miserable. I have had a decrease in desire to make other people happy while they make it their mission to make me miserable. I won't even put myself around these type of people. My, the sword network, God blessed us with a whole family full of people from all over the, the country. Just relationships. If nothing else, just destiny alone. Destiny, uh, church in, in Jackson, Tennessee, just them alone, a family. There's some people that I pastor that's family. Not all of them, but some of them. Because they want to be. They want to be. I'm okay with you if you want to be, but I can no longer force you to be. I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table. I know the love I have. I know the joy I bring into people's lives who allow me to bring joy into their lives. I know who I am. And it's a blessing to be reminded by that every single day by the Holy Spirit, by the Father himself of who you are. Without even consideration of people's opinion about you or about me. My eyes open to the value and blessings of my own life. That's that's what that's what protected my my proximity. 
did to me. That's protecting my access. That's what it's done. It's quiet, but I need the quiet because I'm in a season of development again. I, I don't need noise. I don't need noise. Again, I'm able to love my wife and my daughter better in a healthier way. Family members better in a healthier way. And watch this. The church that I pastor, I'm able to love them in a healthier way. It may not be their preferred way, but it's most definitely a healthier way. I don't come home with those weights. I don't come home with 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 feeling like I'm less than. I don't do that anymore. I fulfill my assignment and I go home. I go home. I won't give myself I won't give them more than what God has called me to give them, which is what I had been doing. And it left me empty. And I kept trying to figure out why is something that's supposed to be so fulfilling empty in me? Because sometimes you're doing way too much. You're doing way too much. And sometimes proximity can cause some people who don't have the respect they already need for you. Proximity to can create contempt, which means sometimes people can become overly familiar with you to the point where they no longer respect you. So do your job and go home. Do right by them according to what God's assignment is for you toward them and leave. Watch this. Increase in finding like-minded people who wanted to be more than more than uh, wanted more than to be miserable. I found some people who want to be happy. I found some people who are joyful. I want I found some people who don't mind praising God. I found some people who want be want to be success, successful. I wanted I, I to celebrate success. I found some people and it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Because guess what I did? That showed me that God was not out of people who could love, support, celebrate the achievements that was in my life. And likewise, I do the same for them. No big eyes, no little use, no competition. Just love. And it's amazing. It feels amazing. Environment is everything too. What you place yourself around, what you expose yourself to makes all the difference on how you respond to life. Finally, surrounding myself with people who aren't threatened by my success or achievements and will celebrate me without feeling the need to compete with me. That's what that's what uh, the lessons of just being simply overly available, being overly accessible. That's what it did to me. It taught me you don't have to be that way anymore. It taught me protect yourself, protect your mind, your will, and your, emotion, and your emotions. Protect your soul, Brian. Protect your soul. Don't let people dishonor you. Or don't let people who dishonor you get close to you. Don't let people who disrespect you and talk to you any old kind of way get close to you. Shut the door on their access. You don't give your best to those people. You give your assignment to those people. You give your best to those who honor, love, and respect you. That's all I got, y'all. Protect your soul. Proximity. Protect your soul. You deserve a better life. God bless y'all.